Now, if you're anything like me, you enjoy a good book, but unfortunately, with life being so busy and they're feeling like there is not enough hours in the day, it can be a struggle to find the time to sit down and actually read a book. Now, that is where Audible comes in. Now, I've been using Audible for many, many, many months now, and it has changed the way I consume books and information. And honestly, my mind is like a sponge. I put my headphones on, I go for a walk, and I can easily read three, four, five chapters, and I can still get other things done at the same time. So if you want to start reading more, but you just can't find the time to sit down and actually read a book, download Audible. You get a free 30-day trial and in that trial you get one credit where you can download any book off the site. After that it's only $7.99 a month and you can cancel it at any time. So if you want to start reading more but you just can't find the time, hit the link in the description below and start your free 30-day trial today. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Re Tims podcast. Now, I'm very excited because in this podcast, I have my very first guest. And that guest is my online client, Laurie, one of my online clients. Um, in fact, she was my first ever online client when I started online coaching way back in 2020 when the pandemic hit. She is an incredible woman who has been on an amazing journey with her weight loss, her health, her fitness, her happiness. And she gives some interesting insights into what it feels like to be at your biggest, to feel like there's no way out, and also what it feels like to actually start losing the weight and achieve your goals at the end of it. We touch on mindset, habits, behaviors, programming, the benefits of having a coach, And she also shares some of her biggest words of wisdom and advice at the end of the podcast. So if you're on the edge of wanting to change your lifestyle for the better, improve your health, become happier, but you're just not sure how to take those first steps, make sure you listen all the way to the end so you can hear from someone who has done it the best way and the best advice she can give you. So I'll stop rambling. Hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Right then, first of all, I think it's always interesting to see what was happening before you reached out to me. So like your history with your weight, the relationship with your body, um, and what you'd been doing up until you decided to reach out and work with me. Sure. Um, Well, I just remember growing up, I don't remember thinking about weight or myself or feeling bad about myself or what others thought of me. I don't think that came along until probably I went to university and, you know, got into my first relationships. And I think, you know, I, I grew up, I'm a lot of focus like today, but we didn't have social media, but, you know, Mm -hmm. we certainly, you start becoming aware of like, oh, I want to be the standard of everyone else or look the same way as everyone else. And um, I started to, um, you know, to cope with my stress, I think I became a food medicator. And that was my way of dealing with what was going on around me or if I was feeling bad. 
Um, there's nothing that uh, makes you kills a bad day than a tub of ice cream and a box of cookies. Um, and I think over time when you're younger, sometimes you can handle all that. Mm -hmm. um, but as you get older, um, at least for myself and my, my hereditariness of how that sticks to my body, um, I started to gain weight and, you know, try to figure out how to get it off. And I think I, it, it started a 20 year pattern of me trying to lose weight and gain weight. And I think every time I did that, it just started to chip away a little bit about at my self-esteem and my mm -hmm. self-worth. And, you know, I think you know me well enough to know that I'm either completely on track or I'm completely off track. So, yeah. you know, every time I went onto a diet, I was all in and I would have success, but it was always deficit. It was always restriction. Mm -hmm. It was always trying to fit something that was not going to be sustainable over time. And it happened over and over and over and over again. And I think every time it happened, it just took a little piece of me each time. And you start thinking to yourself, what's wrong with me? Why can't I, why can't I do this? Or, and I, I know myself, I got into this pattern of, um, why can't I just be normal? I, I, cause I would look at everyone else and I'd be like, why can everybody else eat normally? And how can I, how come I'm always thinking about food? I wake up in the morning. I'm like, what am I going to have for breakfast? And I'm already yeah. thinking about what I'm having for lunch. And I didn't even stop to think about like what my body was asking for. And you and yeah. I talked about that at the very beginning. And, um, my family has had a long history of diabetes and that was always looming over me. And so I was always on this train to try to lose weight so it wouldn't happen to me. Um, and then eventually it did. And it was a huge wake up call to me. And my sister and my sister-in-law had both had gastric bypass surgery and my sister had reversed her type two diabetes. So I, I made a pretty quick decision to do that because um, I didn't want to have a lifetime of medical complications. It became... Yeah more about health for me and not just how I looked. I mean, that, that obviously plays a part in it, but, um, so I did do that in 2017 and, you know, I did not know a whole lot about gastric bypass. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have a lot of preconceived notions about it. Yeah. And it was a learning experience for me because everything I thought I knew about nutrition kind of goes out there the window because you have to change some things due to that because you're going to have a lifetime of being possibly um, malnourished so you have to be careful about your protein intake and things like that um, so yeah the first year was great it's like you know wow every time you step on the scale it keeps going down down yeah. if you follow the rules it's it's like magic um, but it is a tool and it's not the solution mm. um, so over two or three years, you know, it was kind of this grace period of, wow, <laughs> this is the answer. And then like most people who have, um, choose that you, you're eventually going to have to make some hard choices about your lifestyle. And I found that some of those old behaviors started to sneak back into my, my life. And it wasn't that I was necessarily choosing I'll say bad foods and we'll come back to that later. Um, but I was eating more, my hunger kind of came back a little bit more. And so, you know, I was at a very low calorie deficit for a long time. Yeah. And then you start to add a little bit more and my body started to react to that. And 
So the next thing you know, I'd put on some weight and um, I just, I kept thinking, gosh, I've gone through this whole experience and I do not want it to just go out the window. I think different. Um, and that's where you came along. <laughs> See, that's, that's really interesting because we've never really spoken in depth about your bariatric surgery. So that's, that's what it's called in the US. Um, and I have a question. Do you think that if not saying I'm some savior, but I'm just, <laughs> but no, um, if maybe you'd met me first, heard of me first, and we'd started working together before the surgery was something you were considering, do you think you could have made the same, like amazing progress you've made without that surgery? Or do you think that's quite a crucial part of your overall journey to have that physical kind of implementation of something so you could lose the weight initially and then work on the behavioral side? You know, that's a really interesting question um, because part of the reason that I chose it is I did have some um, testing done and I do have like a metabolic dysfunction that is hereditary to me about the lot, the, the weight issue. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know, I'd like to think that maybe I probably could have, I mean, it probably would have taken longer. I mean, cause I had a lot of weight to lose. I mean, I lost like a, in total, like 167 pounds from the time I was at my heaviest, I was 339 pounds at my heaviest. And Oh my God, we're talking about pounds and kg again. It's fine. <laughs> they can work it out. They can work it out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd like to think that, um, I because that, that goes into another topic is because we had talked about all the things that I had tried before. And mm -hmm. I think like most chronic dieters, I was reaching for everything. I, I, I did anything and everything. I, you know, Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, Alma said shakes, slim fast shakes, you know, I think you guys have slimming world in the UK, which yeah. is similar to a lot of the things we have here in the U S and the magazine of the week diet. I remember standing in the grocery store and they'd always have those magazines yeah. and they'd be like, Oh, you know, the grapefruit diet or this diet, you know, and I'd be like, Oh, this is it, you know, and I'd buy it. And like I did it so many times. I can't even tell you thinking that that was going to be the answer instead mm -hmm. of trying to start working on some of the the mental strategies that you and I eventually started working on. So, yeah, it's so, a, yeah, I think that's the important part. You, one of the questions we had talked about was what led me to reach out to you. And I think getting to that point where I was starting to put on weight again um, was pretty scary. And I remember sitting there, it was January of 2020 and I was watching I was following Sam Chapman, the makeup guru, and she had done that post about you and that she, and I, what struck me was that she had said, I hate exercise, but I found motivation by paying someone to make me go. I remember her saying that in the post. <laughs> and then she said um, that you never made, you never made her feel ridiculous and you made her laugh during the process. And I was just like, wow, that's such a refreshing thing because most of us feel the same way or some of yeah. us do. So I remember I went and checked you out and I just, when you had your Insta stories, I felt like they were just these little snippets of common sense stuff. And they were just little snippets every day. You were just like, good morning, you know, and you would say something. And I remember I just connected to it. Like it was just common sense stuff. 
And I remember I showed it to my husband. I'd be like, oh, look what Reese said today. And he's like, who's Reed? Who's this Reed that you're talking about? And so then in March, when the pandemic hit, um, you had posted about offering a program. I think it was eight weeks. And you're like, give me eight weeks. And I, I really took a hard look at myself and I thought, I could sit here in 30 days and do the same thing that I'm doing and, and where would I be? Mm -hmm. Maybe I should put like Sam did put my money where my mouth is and just try this because you seem to be connecting to this person and maybe she can help you. But I was nervous because I kept thinking, I live 4,000 miles across the globe from her, you know, how are we going to do this? Or would she even be interested in doing something with me? And you were so kind and you're like, Hey, I don't have any international clients, but let's give it a try. Like, we'll hey, I have no it, idea you know? what I'm doing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we work through it together. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I just, I, I just, it was just, it's been such an amazing journey. I mean, and I didn't really know what to expect, you know, but I just felt like if I kept spinning my wheels, hmm. I was going to be nowhere. So give it a try, you know? Yeah. yeah and I think it, it's so interesting because you can, it, your story especially really does go to show that it is a two part process when you want to lose weight and change your lifestyle, you have to look at it from the physical side of doing the exercise, eating well, moving more, but you cannot avoid the, the mindset stuff you have to do. And I think people avoid the mindset stuff, the behaviors, the habits, the patterns, the language they use. And that, because that is truly the hardest part. It is anyone, if you say, right, and you just exercise for 30 days every morning, you know, you can get up and do it. But when you've got to challenge what you've been programmed to think, feel, see, say for 30 plus years, that's where the real workout comes in. And I think that's just the huge benefit of working with someone. Doesn't have to be me, whatever, a coach you connect with, because it's, a, I mean, there's been emotional points in your journey, like with us, where it's got deep and we've had to really kind of dig down to what's caused these feelings or behaviors. So finding someone you trust to help you with that, mm -hmm. you know, the return on investment, I think is great. Well, and I think right off the bat, you touched on the mental strategies part of it. And I think you really helped me focus on that right off the bat. And it's not like we jumped into specific things like a workout program or watch, we... you know, watching what I'm eating, even though that was a component of it. But I yeah. think you really, you had me zero in on my non-negotiables, like mm -hmm. right off the bat. I remember starting off and you saying every week you need to pick three things um, to focus on and, um, and mostly enjoy the journey. And because if you hate the journey, it's not going to be sustainable. So I think um, that helped me keep on a steady pace throughout the journey. And, you know, it wasn't quick, but it was progress. And yep. I think the spreadsheet that you had me work on, which I know, you know, maybe some people wouldn't connect with that, but I think it's so important. Like I still do it every single day. It's something that I just um, have developed as part of my life. And 
it, it kind of marks your daily progress. And it's easy. I think it's so easy to brush away your goals if they're not right in front of you mm-hmm. or if you're not reaffirming them. Yeah. And I know that it felt weird for me at first to do that. Cause you were always like, state your goals, you know, reaffirm them. And I was just like, ah, oh, it feels kind of weird. Of, <laughs> Why really? Why? Um, but I think because before when I've had success, I would very quickly self-sabotage myself. Like when I would lose weight, I would get that ad- admiration from people. Oh, you look so good or congratulations. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, oh, you know, and then I would get caught up in that. And then you'd be like, well, I deserve to have this, or I deserve to have, you know, I'll, I'll go off this or whatever. Instead of looking at it, like you can enjoy those things in life and not look at them as like, like what you're doing is punishment and this is reward. I, I really yes. had to start to break down that mentality because, and that's why when I was talking before about bad food, I was so ingrained to say this is bad food and this is good food. And I had to get to a point where I no longer am on a diet because I, I am tired of being mm-hmm. on a diet. I want to live my life and develop a way to live that's going to be healthy for me and feel good and just be like getting up in the morning and putting on your socks. It's like, I don't want to have to sit there and really be constrained in this thing because I think over time, all of us don't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the other strategies that you helped me with was trying to figure out how things felt in my body. Like you may love a certain food, but does it really feel good? But does it make you feel good after you eat it? Like sometimes for me, I had to figure out what foods made me feel bad. Like, you know, maybe my body didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> or if you eat a huge meal, you know, yeah, you can enjoy food, but does it feel good to be stuffed all the time? No, it doesn't. And it eventually starts to lead you to feel guilt feelings and then you're uncomfortable in your skin and you feel bad in your body. It's not that you can't enjoy things, but I think it's all about balance. And yeah. where before I would do something like that. And that's where my derailing came. Like then you do it again the next day and the next day. And you're like, well, I've already done this. So I might as well just keep mm-hmm. going. And then the next thing, you know, you've gained, you know, 15 pounds back, but just being able to say, Hey, I went out to dinner with my friends and I had some wine and I felt great. And, but then the next day it's just like, yeah, this is, this is putting on my socks again. I yeah. have to keep going and doing this. Exactly. So I think some of those things really helped. That's what some of the things that I did differently with you than and what we continually went back to them. And, and you know, even a year later that I sometimes have to go back to the beginning and look at my notes and what we talked about. And, you know, I have some of your, your quotes on my refrigerator, you know, <laughs> be it until you see it, you know, those kinds of things. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it's not something it's a one and done. It's something you have to work like a muscle. And by, by having accountability with you, I think that's why we're still together and why haven't, you know, said, okay, eight weeks was done. I I got what I got out of it. And then I'm going to just move on. Yeah. To me, it's a commitment to myself. And, you know, that's some of the gifts that you've given me that I think are a gift that you have, that you have that knowledge base to, to help people in that way. So, I mean, you touched on kind of bringing, I think a really important part of what we've worked on is just bringing more awareness to everyday actions and not just 
settling that's just how I am but questioning things a lot more Um, because I think without that initial awareness of what am I eating how much am I eating how does it make me feel you don't get any feedback if you're not questioning and we need feedback we need things to maybe not go to plan sometimes like we've experienced recently or you've experienced recently with stresses in life mm-hmm. to then for, for then to get feedback on that situation okay how did i react to this stressful situation what could i have changed what maybe did i do better in this situation than i did three years ago in a similar situation so it's con and that's right. i think why the tracker works so well because it's that constant by the way, I don't make my clients fill in spreadsheets like <laughs> boring numbers. It's um, it's for like behaviors, habits, daily <laughs> wins, and stuff like that. I'm not like an accountant, um, but yeah, it's constantly getting that feedback and celebrating, <laughs> celebrating the the wins, all the wins, no matter how small, how big, but accepting and working on the things that aren't going too great and being okay with that and not beating yourself up. Well, I remember too, at the beginning for a long time, I used to send you emails every Sunday with my daily thought, with my weekly thoughts. Like I would just kind of give you a rundown of my Mm -hmm. week. And, and I think that helped like when we would check in on, on zoom, you know, when we have our talks, you know, cause you kind of had a sense of what was going on in my week. And, and I think it made it easier for us to, for you as a coach to kind of zero in on where, I might need some focus yeah. for that week, you know, whether it was stressful things like, um, you know, cause I, I struggled with binge eating for a long time where, where I just, you know, having gastric or bariatric surgery, it doesn't allow you to do that anymore because your stomach is obviously smaller, but you know, there's ways that you can get around it by eating, you know, throughout the day, as opposed to just one, you yeah. know, binge, you could eat more calories throughout the day, but, um, again, I think learning, I I have learned that sometimes when that hunger hits and it comes on very suddenly, that's usually an emotional response. It's not necessarily physical hunger and learning those types of things. But I think, you know, getting back to you as a trainer too, it's like, I I thought about when we were going to be talking today, for those of you, the, 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 those are the people that live locally to you that have access and the benefit of your in-person training. Um, I just feel like they're, they're, they're so fortunate to have that, but you're so much more than that. And I think that's where our relationship came into play is that you encouraged me and we did touch on stuff like that. I remember like, you know, I participated in some of your Zoom classes with some of your clients and, you know, you watched me do some things. I've sent you videos um, you've given me workout programs, which is that that's part of it. But then there's yeah. this whole other part of it that I hope people know that they have access to you for that is such an important journey in what you can offer. And as somebody that doesn't get to meet you in person after a year, um, not yet, and not yet. What I have, not yet. <laughs> um, but what I have accomplished with your guidance from 4,000 miles away and Um, I just think that's such an amazing thing. And I don't know, I just think this has been an incredible journey. I mean, there's even other things that have happened this year. I think about, I had a double knee replacement in between all that, you know, and like I had one in September and one in January. And I think about 
how much better that went because of all these things that I put in place. And by incorporating daily exercise, whether it was doing it through walking and getting some steps, or if it was doing a proper workout, um, how that put me in such great shape and able to bounce back from having something like that. And I, and I, I don't think I would have ever even thought of trying to have those surgeries so closely together if I had not been in the shape that I had been in that we had mm. built over time and given me the strength. Um, and I, and my doctors have told me that as well, that, you know, the fact that literally a couple of weeks after I had had it, I had done my first five, you know, a 5k, like right after that, like a walking 5k, but still, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> that's amazing. pretty amazing. You know, and I think just, rem- and, and the other thing is you, you really tried to call me out when I was going into that negative mind space. And sometimes just having those conversations with you helped me redirect. Mm-hmm. And I think we so often are so hard on ourselves. And that's, I've learned to be so much kinder to myself because of this process. And I just, I'm so grateful to you for that. Stop. <laughs> no, it's been honestly working with you has been an absolute pleasure. Um, and you were my first ever online client. And I mean, throw me in at the deep end, talk about, you know, jumping in there. (laughs) We did, it worked and it works. And I think the three biggest takeaways from what my, the coaching that I think everyone should try and have with their clients, a relationship is honesty, um, trust and the ability mm-hmm. to remember you are talking to another human being like it i i kind of say i'm like a human centered coach i'm not just going to give you a workout a meal plan and say off you go because like you said there's so much more that needs to be worked on right um and there's a reason why quick fixes don't work there's a reason why the magazines don't work because you're not tapping into that deeper level of your behavior and your thoughts and your programming it works it does pay off but it does take time and i think that's the biggest thing people have to remember is you need to be ready to invest a decent amount of time into yourself and into this process and potentially understand it is going to be a lifelong thing of learning right so no and i agree when you talk about the three um some of the takeaways from this process you know um I think one of the biggest differences between before and now is that I have accepted that this journey is not going to be a straight line going up. It's not always going to be progress, 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 progress all the time. I mean, yes, it was slow and it's sustainable um, if you put the effort and the work into it and the time. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about having that relationship with you, that continued relationship with you is that um when those dips occur, there's support. And it's, I look at it as like, we're a partnership. Um, And before when I'd put on weight, um, you know, I wouldn't, I let the train keep on going. And what I've learned is some of those strategies that, um, that I've established that are non-negotiable, like, Mm -hmm okay, you can, you, your weight is going to fluctuate, but if you get to a point where if you hit this, that's your stop, that's your stop sign. And then you yeah. need to redirect and start, you know, putting in some of these strategies again and work a little harder. And I think, you know, life happens, stress happens. Um, again, trying to be kinder to myself 
and recognize what I do, what I need to do for my health um, and not give in to all those other things that were always pulling at, at my, my success. Um, I just feel like one of the, the best things that you taught me was to just not try to do everything all in one bat. Like, I think we all get on these, these kicks where we're like, okay, I'm going to start doing this. And then, you know, you try to get your steps in, you start prepping your food, you, you want to eat perfectly, you work out every day. And I think very early on, you said, just don't do that. Just pick maybe one small thing and just start there and then yeah. see where things go. Mm-hmm. And then again, the other um, tool was when we had talked about habit stacking. I mean, that was so huge for me at the beginning is just trying to attach a new healthier habit to something that you already have ingrained to you. Um, and that was, that was a big one. Um, and again, I didn't realize how incredibly hard I was on myself until you started, like I said, calling me out on it. Like I would be like, well, I did this, but I didn't do this. And you'd be like, yeah, but you worked out five times this week and you, you know, stayed within your calorie after, count. You know? After <laughs> a like, knee replacement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I did all that. I forgot. You know, I think it's so easy for us to kick all that to the curb. And um, I don't know. I just, I, I, you, you asked me earlier on in this, this chat that do I think that I could have done this without the surgery? And I, I'd like to think it would have been a different journey, but I think we probably would have still made progress. Mm, I I, I just feel like, because I, like I said, that is a tool to this. It's not the answer to this. And there are many people that I know that have had the surgery that have gained all their weight back or that are still struggling um, because everyone most likely is going to lose weight at the beginning if they have the surgery. It's just what you do after it that counts. It's, yeah. it's a lifelong commitment. And for those that are even doing it without the surgery, you still can make progress. You just have to be willing to get on the train and it's not going to happen overnight and there's going to be dips. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I can't believe how much better my life is because of all these things. And like exercise, like, oh my gosh, I, in my brain, I used to always think, oh, I want to do this. I want to go for a walk. I want to work out. I wish I could go to the gym. And that was the other thing we talked about the gym. Like I, I have never really been a gym person, but we did all this without the gym. <laughs> like I did this in my living room. And like, so even if people are, and now I feel a little bit more confident that if I wanted to make that choice to the gym, I think I would probably do it. But, but I think I was very intimidated by it. Um, even when I was heavier specifically, just cause I didn't know what I was doing. And I think just taking that first step to walk in the door and be like, yeah. well, is someone going to help me? Or is I, you know, is, am I going to be looked at? You know, it's just, it's, a, and to think that, and that's where it goes back to about like having someone local to you to have you as a partner, to be able to walk in the gym with you, if they chose to do that, how lucky they are because you've been there and you know how it feels. And I can't yeah. even imagine how fun that would be. And I look forward to the day that someday I can come happen. visit you and we can work out together. It's going to happen. So, but yeah, just quickly. Yeah, before, like, I mean, I just, Oh no, no, you go, you go, you go. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say like, you know, I invested in some stuff. I, I got some kettlebells. I got some hand weights. I got some sliders. I got a yoga mat, mm-hmm. you know, and I literally just started. Yeah. So 
And there's so many things that you can do at home that can change your body. I mean, my pictures, and I, as much as I hated it, when you asked me to take pictures of myself, you can't, you sometimes don't see it until you actually put my picture side by side to when I started and where, where I am today. Yeah. It would be great. And it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It is incredible. Like obviously you've got your What's before, that? before you've got your before, before pictures, haven't you? Um, before your surgery. Right. Um, and then obviously you've got the most recent ones that you've taken with me. It'd be fantastic if we could get a side by side of those. Yeah. Um, just to show like, and potentially the amount of time as yes. well, because it is years, isn't it? You've put years into this. And I think, yes. yeah, like you said, it's that time, it's that understanding. It's forgetting everything you thought you knew about weight loss, everything you've been taught over the years, seen on TV, seen in the magazines, and being fully open to a new way of doing things. And, not, and just opening your mind and giving it a go. Yes. Because if all those things haven't worked in the past, it's probably time to try something new. Right. Um, and I think the biggest takeaway that I got was just getting off the diet train because you have to live your life. And I love, I love how when you talk about or when you make videos about cooking and trying new foods and because that's really what it is all about. I mean, when, yes, you have to watch your macros and your calories and your protein and things like that, mm -hmm. but you, there's so many wonderful things that you can enjoy about food and still live your life. And I just think that, you know, jumping for me personally, jumping on another diet train is just not something that I want to do because I tried that for a long time and it just doesn't work. And it, it works temporarily, at least for me but eventually you get tired of that. Yeah. So I, you have helped me develop a day-to-day -day life that can, I can sustain and live and, and still enjoy all the good things about life and feel good about myself. And that's so freeing. It is so freeing not to have that weighing over my head all the time and just being able to be a little bit more comfortable in my skin and yeah. your day-to-day -day life. Okay, so I think let's wrap right. up. I would like you, I'm putting you on the spot here. For everyone sure. listening, for someone who is potentially considering getting a coach or wants to make a change in their lifestyle, what is the biggest tip, words of wisdom, advice, or something you just want them to know um, that might help them take that next step to start their journey? Well, I think one of the things that might be a deterrent or a stopping point for people to consider it is the cost. People yeah. would be like, oh, I can't afford that. Or, mm -hmm. well, you can spend your money in whatever way you want, but you're either gonna, you know, like I said, I am a lot older than you are. So, you know, eventually your choices are going to affect your health, whether it be your mental health or your physical health. So you can spend your money on dealing with those kinds of issues, or you can spend your money on making your life a little bit happier. So I think I would look at it as an investment in yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you really tally that up, it, it's all about what, where you want to think about putting your dollars. And yeah. I think it goes back to what Sam had said at the beginning, I, I, you know, putting your money where your mouth is and, to me, it's an investment in myself. And it's, you know, when you look at it that way, it's not expensive. 
um, so I, that's just one thing I wanted to say, because I think that is a deterrent. People are like, oh, I can't afford uh, yeah, that or I can't sure. do that. Well, you're, you're going to spend your money on health issues or going to the, to the doctor or, or yeah. <laughs> are you going to spend it on, on a bunch of food that you probably shouldn't be eating or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, so that's one. And then two is just, it, it you, you can really open your mind up to something different. Um, cause I think that was where my shift changed was I can keep doing the same thing and expecting this, uh, different results, but I'm not getting different results. Mm -hmm. So why don't you maybe trust in the process of trying something new and a different way of looking at it? Yeah. And, and it takes time. I think that's the biggest thing is that everybody wants, oh, in 30 days or 60 days, I mm -hmm. want to have this done. That I think is the start to it but it has to be a commitment going forward. Um, otherwise you're kind of just wasting your time. But I think it's, it's always a good thing to at least start. Um, and then you can see how good you feel. I can't, if, it, if there's anything I want people to take away from this is how good you can feel. Like if you're feeling bad right now, it's hard to see over the, the, the fence to yeah. see that things are going to get better. And if anybody could have thrown in the towel and given up, it, it could have been me. Um, but I just had this inner drive knowing that there's, there's something better out there that life can get better and it, you can feel better about yourself inside and out. And that is like the biggest gift that you have given me because you quieted some of the noise in my head that I have been carrying around for so long. Um, and I can make better choices now. And it, it's not like it's a magic switch, but it's something that I, like I said, it's a muscle that has to be worked on. Yeah. And that's one of the things that you and I do throughout this whole year is we keep working that and it's a commitment to yourself. And it's worth it. It's so worth it. It is. Um, I'm You're wonderful. Bit... You know that. I just adore you. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit emotional now. Thank you. First of all, I am absolutely honoured and grateful to have been able to help you and for you to have trusted me, go out on a bit of a whim. Um, I thoroughly enjoy working with you and our chats and everything. And I feel like we have built a relationship that's going to last a very long time. So it's been lovely. But a massive thank you for doing this because um, it's sometimes a bit of a nerve-wracking thing, but you're a natural, absolute natural. You should start your own podcast. Um, and yeah, if you want to check out Laurie's transformation, we'll get that on my Instagram if we get the pictures done. Apart from that, have a lovely day and thank you. Wow. So I really, really enjoyed uh, recording that podcast with Laurie. If you enjoyed it and you took something away from it, please share it. It means so much to me. I really want this podcast to grow. And I think Laurie's story can and will help so many people who are on the brink of deciding to change or maybe they need that motivation, inspiration to carry on with the journey they're already on. So please share it to your socials, your stories, email it to your nan. I really don't mind, but let's spread the word. Let's get it out there. And you never know, you could share it to your story and you could, someone could see it and you could change their life. Thank you for listening. If you don't already, follow the podcast. 
follow the podcast. You'll get notified when I upload a new episode, which will be every single Monday. Check out the show notes for all links to my socials, email, my clothing brand, all that kind of fun stuff. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next Monday. Peace.